the emo social club podcast broadcasting to you live from emo social club.tv i am brian and i'm lizzie this is the emo social club podcast the podcast about you know emos music uh weezer, weezer. i guess we're becoming very like very great. Clo- yeah so like i'm fine with talking about weezer but like we we talk Damn, a little dude. bit too much about Weezer to a point where like we may be like an unofficial Weezer podcast. Welcome but also, to the Emo Social Club podcast. I don't the know enough about Weezer. Podcast about Weezer and culture. <laughs> yeah, we don't know enough about. I don't Weezer know to talk about that it that much about Weezer whatsoever. So yeah, uh, be us. this episode is not about Weezer. It is about a band called River Bee, and we chat with our friend August. Uh, this chat is awesome. August is a honorary member of the emo social club now because just our brains our brains are like on the same wavelength at all times it's just you know you can riff off of somebody and have like no dead silence and it just flows it just vibes yeah it's super fun river b is a good band uh and we are we're talking about their new single which is out now so you'll have to go listen to them after the episode Listen to the whole thing. We give you some good recs on how to listen mm-hmm. to it. So yes. you will not be without. Ears mostly. It's usually. Mostly through your yes. ears. It's your main Vibra- way of Vibrations. To it. Vibrato. You can also uh, <laughs> check out their record. Uh, is it as- Absolution. Fuck. Absolution, yeah. You can also check out their record Absolution when it drops on March 25th. Uh, we talk a little bit about that and a little bit about video games and a little bit about AMVs, AMVs and anime and uh, social media and all the good stuff. You know, the you huge. know how we do here. Yeah. If you're new here, I guess you don't know how we do. But now but I'm welcome. Telling you, now you're going to understand how we. this do. is how we do. You know, this now you know how we do. Uh, before we get into the episode, though, you know, uh, you should probably like give us five stars on this. Yeah. I mean, you really should because what's holding you back? Here's Nothing. what I'm going to say. We're recording this on my birthday. Yeah. So we are. my birthday gift from you, five stars on Apple Music, on Spotify, if you're still using it, on uh, the title. The- <laughs> Anywhere title. If title lets you give a five star review, please give us a five star review on And then title. let us know that we are on title. And let um, us otherwise, know we will be looking into the process of Can that. Can you tell us what is going on on title? Someone Inquiring let minds want to know. know. Uh, title does pay better streaming revenues to artists. So we'll say that again. We'll let everybody know. Uh, if you're looking for us on the internet, that's where we live. You can find us on Instagram at Emo Social Club. You can find us on Twitter at X Emo Social Club X, and you can find us on TikTok at the same one. Uh, we have a YouTube. This 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 whole thing, this whole this podcast whole you're thing about to listen is to, visual. It's a visual YouTube. You can catch us at uh, YouTube. You know, 
youtube.com slash email social club plus you'll want to you'll want to subscribe because we have another spicy takes video coming soon and spicy you don't want to miss soon. it you don't want to miss it don't miss out don't miss out boo boo the full uh, energy if you do oh so foolish if you are in the chicago area we want to let you know about something that's real cool real special this wednesday february 16th we have an irl dj night Lizzie and I have been entrusted to entertain the the glorious audience of the Rebel and Rye Bar. Uh, we'll have some friends coming out. We're going to be playing some good music for your post Valentine's Day celebrash. So it'll so be if you're like in the vibes still. Yeah, if you're like, oh man, let's say you know you're single and you're like talking to somebody and you're like, yo, girl, like I know these, I know these DJs over oh, here. No. You want to come and like check out these DJs? Like I. I'm friends with who's, these DJs. Who's flexing that they know us? Craig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be the one episode Craig listens to, and he's going to be like, hey. Well, yeah, yeah. What's we going will, on? Uh, we will back you up. If you need, like, a wingman on, on the 16th something. or a wingwoman, if you just need somebody to, like, back you up and be like, yo, yeah, I was, like, telling her, like, I know you guys will be like, absolutely you do awesome this guy yeah this guy is cool unless he's not in which case i don't i don't know we'll have to check like we can walk if you walk up and you just have like rancid energy we will not back you Mm -hmm. up show me all of the posts you've made on reddit and then i will let you know whether you're cool or not show me your latest tweet and retweet and what Mm -hmm. you have liked that you think Mm -hmm. that nobody sees people see your likes that'll be very telling yeah we believe that retweets are endorsements uh (laughs) Anyway, now that we've threatened you and also made you very scared to come to our event. You should still uh, just show up. It'll be great. 8 p.m. Rebel and Rye uh, on Wednesday, the 16th of February. We will see you there. And, There's specialty uh, we'll, drinks, too. So Specialty drinks. It's a very good whiskey bar. There's a, there's a lot of whiskey, a lot of cocktails and a lot of whiskey. So it's going to be a good time, guys. It, it it It's something we're very excited about. We're hoping that it's something we'll do in the future. So come through so you can hang with us. Fake energy if you don't. All right. Well, here is our episode with August of Riverbee. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie, and we're here this evening with our new friend, August of Riverbee. Thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight and getting started to try to bring back the revolution of the wonderful 1989 hit. Michael Bolton, how am I supposed to love you? You know, and I'm glad you brought it up. (laughs) Right at the top. Gotta be addressed. Cool. We're going to spend 45 minutes on this song alone. We're going to break it down line by line, as well as uh, do situational comedy regarding the lyrics. It's I've so. Done it before. So the last 15 minutes is actually just going to be about um, the the song that you dropped today. Yeah, whatever. The album a little thing, bit, and then A and B's and D and D. I've heard that song a million times. Michael Bolton's <laughs> "How Am I Supposed to Live Without You" is timeless. <laughs> I feel like you should. I mean, I don't know, but maybe like, you know, you got to put Michael Bolton rotation on with the new single that you dropped. You know, you have it on the oh, same playlist. That's a terrible playlist. That, <laughs> just, like, put just it, two songs. So first of all, bassless is first and then Michael Bolton. And that then literally feels like my bipolar disorder. Mm-hmm. Like that's the man <laughs> in the depressed. Like mm-hmm. that feels gnarly. You're on a roller coaster all day long, baby. Let's go. <laughs> 
This is going well. I'm really excited, actually. Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, about Riverby, about, uh, you know, just just let everybody know who you are. Absolutely. My name is August. Uh, I have a band called Riverby here in Philly, PA. My favorite song is uh, Michael Bolton's 1989 classic hit, How Am I mm -hmm. Supposed to Live Without You? You can see mm -hmm. it on any 90s compilation uh, album of love songs, which is messed up because it was 1989. Anyway. Um, in my band, who's currently not with me, there are several of them. We have Tyler AC. He's here. Um, uh, he plays guitar. We have Doug Keller, who does bass. My friend Mole does keys. Friend G does drums. And that's us. We're, we're them. That's it. Uh, and we've been, <laughs> been playing since like 2018 and got signed to take this to Heart Records April of 2020 back when phone calls were still we're going to do a September tour right um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that was cute we bring it up all the time anyway um, <laughs> just put out our new song today since 2020 Baseless and our album comes out March 25th so there you go damn first <laughs> of all best with dates that i've ever heard anybody like the only date that i really know is the 1999 smash hit uh uh smooth by santana featuring rob thomas and that's <laughs> yeah, 20 everyone knows that one I, well, it's the only one i know that's special it's the only one i know and if, if i don't even remember 2001 9 11 brought out my chemical romance oh my god i was like are you really asking us if we remember Do you that? that yeah i'm like <laughs> Lizzie, we all agreed we would never forget. <laughs> there are some questions people ask you to your face, and it's just why. I had someone ask me to my face, have you ever seen Superbad? Like, two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> like One of my students walked into class the other day wearing a bootleg Superbad uh, hoodie, ooh. and I looked at him, I said, what's going on here? Uh, <laughs> art. Art, or, uh, art on a neon yellow. Oh, I'm sorry. You haven't seen films before. I'm sorry. Uh, are you not a cinema? Are you not a member of the Criterion Collection? Ridiculous. Do you think Superbad has a higher rating than Pulp Fiction? No. Ooh, that's a good question. But stupid. No. It's, uh, here's the thing. It might. You don't know though. Have you analyzed line by line the cinematic masterpiece that? How is are we going to do 45 minutes on Michael Bolton <laughs> and 45 Wait. minutes on? <laughs> Who said 45 minutes? We could do a rush order on it. Why are we not Sorry, giving I, super bad? This is incredible. I would like to. Oh, I would like to rescind my statement because this song came out July 1st of 1983. So I don't know at all why it was on 90s compilations. Right. I'll take yeah, back everything I said about now. dates. Let's take it all back. <laughs> take it all back. You know what? Start over from lied. the top. Yeah. Should have lied. I don't even know any days. I don't uh, even know you anymore. Vim <laughs> has pointed out in the chat that it is my birthday today, and I should know about my birthday and the year I was born. However, when you get to a certain age, who the fuck cares, man? Who the fuck cares? That's That's been my emotion we all care. day. <laughs> no. I'm 35 no one cares it's fine i can pat your head next time i see please you. stop touching my head <laughs> i'm four feet taller than you okay and <laughs> gotta reach so high yeah, uh, <laughs> so yes uh your new single out today baseless uh as a recording so it's already out you can go stream it immediately upon hearing this podcast or if you're in the chat you can immediately go listen to it get a million streams by like I don't know, a week from now. I think you could do it. 
I can't uh, believe that's up. realistic. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Well, dream big. Yeah. <laughs> dream big, so I puke. Uh, yeah. Christ. Are you ready to get tough? Friend of the Pod RB Row drops their new dancey and steal your boo single boyfriend on Valentine's Day. The full EP. Tough Love Volume 1 is out on February 25th. Stay up to date so you don't miss their electric new music by following Get Tough on Twitter and Insta at Get Tough Stay Tough. And yeah, that's tough as in T-U-F-F. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the song, uh, uh, the, the song itself, the release. Uh, you, you mentioned before we started recording that you had a lot of tweets today so i assume the reception has been good yeah uh i i have been overstimulated for about six hours now uh <laughs> yeah no i um the song at one point i don't even think we were gonna put it on the record uh because it sounded like shit um <laughs> and it you went know, through we a lot of honesty <laughs> i like had to go through about a million rewrites on it uh, I didn't even, I didn't know anything. It was stupid. Uh, and then I had a huge conversation with my friend Ash uh, from Pink Shift and she helped me restructure the whole song. And now it sounds good. And I wonder why that is. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was a labor of love and includes a guitar solo that Tyler and I, after he did that solo in Cleveland at the studio, obviously. And we looked at each other and I was like, we're never going to do that again. <laughs> Riverby loves to put in guitar solos into songs that we will never recreate. Smart hmm. mouth, and now this. It's awesome. <laughs> like, you can't play it live, or? I mean, we sh we'll find out. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we'll see if we, if we stall halfway through it, but, you know. Everything <laughs> stops. We'll we have play. to do the song yeah. over again. Hold on, hold just on, hold until on. We get Be like <laughs> uh, that Nick Jonas uh guitar solo when they he played in like some uh award show and he like came out and he did like a little solo and it was like oh boy you 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 can't play guitar oh boy oh no was it nick or I joe lizzie yes as our resident jonas fan i mean that sounds like because joe jonas cannot play guitar nick jonas is like very is very good at guitar Who's the so it had one? to have been kevin yeah, Kevin can play. No, Kevin plays guitar well because can he sing? Absolutely not. I don't know which one of these it, it has was to be then. Joe because Joe can only do like the pluck along. So I, I would think it's Joe Jonas. Yeah, don't even know what that's like. It's Nick, Nick Jonas it's has Nick an Jonas. entire. No, Nick Jonas knows how to play. I, guitar. I am okay, looking it up it. right now. Just I have to be seen sure. it about sixteen times live. He knows how to play. Guitar. I am. Okay, I am telling you that this <laughs> solo that he played on this. He knows how to play guitar. I'm sure have he does. He didn't know the, how to play to this solo. Solo album by Nick Jonas and the administration. It's all no, guitar. -y. No, I don't. He has an administration. Great. Yeah. What the is Nick he? Joe Jonas Biden. And the administration. <laughs> it's better. <laughs> Who elected him? I would vote for Nick Jonas over Joe Biden. Any listen, they guy. were yes. they did a TikTok together. The Jonas Brothers and Bi I don't know why, but they did TikTok together. Uh, those they are the it, three worst things I've heard: Joe Biden, <laughs> Jonas, TikTok. Yeah. That's a a, co a cocktail for my sleep paralysis demon mm -hmm. delivered straight mm -hmm. to me every night. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, cool. It was Nick Jonas. Nick Jonas played a a solo that he clearly did not know how to play, and it was on live television, and it is on the internet forever, as we do. Uh, 
I, I what song was it for? Is it was for question? somebody else's song. It wasn't a Jonas Brothers song. Oh, it was okay. like a country singer's song. Yeehaw. Well, can you solo in a country song? You yeah. absolutely can. You can solo in anything, Lizzie. <laughs> you do whatever you want. Yeah. It's music too. <laughs> free country, too. kind of. <laughs> free country. I like country. Uh, you so are you a resounding yeah. That was a resounding drop of emotion right there. <laughs> Okay. So are you are you into <laughs> the the yemo? <laughs> so are you into the yemo? Uh, I'm um, into music aesthetic. Then listen, Florida Georgia Line is sometimes good, and anybody who denies cruise bangs. There. Okay. I'm organizing a DIY does country uh, compilation Ooh, okay. right now for me, okay. and right. those songs are gonna come out, and everybody's gonna love them, and country's good. So they're all just pop songs. They just have twang. Yeah, because of like the whole nationalist country, like whatever yeah. that is that's going on yeah. right now. But come on, have you heard Bonnie Raitt's no, no song that I immediately <laughs> no. forgot? The, I was the like, was that a was pause no. to her in general? Yeah. I can't no. make you love me. There it is. Uh, I kept thinking of how am I supposed to live without yeah. you? Yeah, <laughs> Bonnie Raitt's that. she covered Michael Bolton. Actually, why Shut don't you just? <laughs> Amazing. Hey, wait, why don't why aren't you making a cover comp of all these different DIY artists covering different ways of Michael Bolton? <laughs> Who the you? fuck would sign up for that besides me? Uh, it would just be uh, me. so many I people. Think you'd be surprised. I if yeah. anyone wants to cover Michael Bolton's hit 1983 song, "How Am I Supposed to Live Without You?" Reach out. <laughs> Go ahead. We're putting it's a comp be it's gonna be sure. um, a special bonus addition to the country comp. It's gonna be all the way at the bottom. It's not even what country. <laughs> it's exactly, about to be. That's why it's a bonus. <laughs> Tell me how my you can do it so easily. It's, it's just right good. there. It's so fucking it's good. It's right there. It's just more <sighs> that, about a that... truck than a person. <laughs> Fair. It could, <laughs> it, it, um, it could be. It could very well be. Sure. Or it's about you know. Gun Love. rights or something. No, uh, no, it's Michael Bolton. <laughs> well, somebody covering it wouldn't be Michael Bolton. Yeah, but it but, still wouldn't be but a guns. <laughs> Who the fuck is covering this song? Uh, the dude from Stained. Ugh. Oh God, I wouldn't let him anywhere near my comp. Come on, Aaron Lewis. Was that his name? Is that yes, his name? It oh. sure is. Interesting. Hey, I know weird I like shit that. too. Sometimes you know so much about butt rock, Brian. And hey, I butt rock's why. also good. No, it Yo, is. I love three. In defense of butt rock, that's gonna be my podcast. Yeah, that'll be uh, that'll be the next album by uh, Say Anything. <sighs> they had in the fence the genre, but the genre was butt rock. I mean, I'd be fine. I like. I think my head will hit the other night, and I was listening to um, "Not Too Late" by Three Days Grace, and Ooh. I just went like. Fuck! <laughs> it's so good. Man, three cards, three chords so... and a heart, man. You know. Yeah, dude, that's all you need. Yeah, that's all you need. Sometimes like when mohawk. I when I drive home late from my friend's place, when we hang out and go to the local suburban uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, I'll put on Sirius XM Octane, and somebody's been spinning a lot of old school for Three Days Grace, and I'm like. God, this just feels so different at <laughs> one in the morning. <laughs> Literally, the reason why we started doing those anime videos was because I, I remembered when I was like 12 years old and I had my iPod Nano that you could put like videos on. Mm -hmm. I had uh, someone doing 
animal I've become by Three Days Grace to specifically the Sasuke versus Naruto scene that I used for Baseless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I would watch it just every day on the bus. And I was like, this is art. (laughs) This is the future. I made a few of them when I was like 14. Yeah, well. (laughs) Why would I tell you that? We will be dropping the link at the end of the Unfortunately, my no. old account and some are still up no one is an all-time low song so we ain't doing that Ooh, well one is paramore so no. i had well, there's that taste <laughs> um <laughs> uh why i mean obviously like we all watched the anime music videos back in the day the amvs for the kids uh yeah. and i do think that like it's so weird to me that like we grew up in this culture and everybody's like, you know, uh, you know, like you weebs, like you're all into video games and anime and you're like listening to your Linkin Park CD while watching Dragon Ball Z. That was more me. No, uh, no, that's uh, I, 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 that hit. I, yeah. You can identify with the words I'm dropping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so <laughs> like at the time it was just so like, no, this isn't going to go anywhere. It's just something fun. Like, you know, it's just I'm connecting two things that I love together and I don't care if anybody likes it. And now there's like a whole community of people who are like, dude, AMVs, that's everything. AMVs are art, yes. <laughs> are the actual yes. shit. Uh, every now and then I feel very validated, but also like, I mean, I'm old enough that I really shouldn't be thinking about like people that fucked me over in high school or middle school or whatever, but I'll just remember the motherfuckers that like would make fun of me for One Direction and anime. And now mm-hmm. everybody's up anime and Harry Styles' buttholes. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you sons of bitches. Put it in the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe and somebody's going to be into it. I still haven't seen that. Oh, sorry. I haven't seen most of them. The entire yeah, cinematic I universe. Spoiler alert. I apologize. I know, Brian's just dropping spoilers. for That like, is not a spoiler. Like Marvel <laughs> dropped the spoiler on their Twitter. What do you want? It, Disney was... dropped it. All those Disney adults are all talking about it. Oh, no. Don't, don't do claiming that. Ownership. No. They're claiming ownership, no. guys. I uh, once spoiled The Sixth Sense for someone in 2014. That's it's, that's their how fault. How long has it been out? It's been over uh, a couple decades. That was like ninety yeah. nine. Yeah. Same year as yeah. Smooth. Brian, I, I mentioned. <laughs> Listen, we all have our songs. Okay, we all smooth. have our thing. Um, you know, I remember I said I was like, yeah, you know, Bruce Willis, something, 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 ghost, dead, and they were like, yeah. whoa, I never watched it, and I thought they were like fucking with me, and I was like, okay, and they were like, no, I haven't. <sighs> Okay, that's a you well, problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's on them. Like, that's one of the most talked about endings to a movie that can be spoiled because it was all twists. And then it's like, oh man, Except we got to put know twists. Harry Styles. Well, that's not really a twist <laughs> as much as it is like, hey, this dude's in this movie this one time for like this second and we don't know anything else. I guess. Wonder what he's going to do. I hope he does well. So he's playing. I, I uh, he's playing this guy who, in the comic books, is like, for lack of a better term, uh, his superpower is being horny. So I'm like, huh? What? Is this Harry real? Styles, is kind this of. Thing? This isn't is this, Disney appropriate. Is this not, not a fan fiction someone wrote? This is not. Yeah, no, he's he's, he, he's technically playing like the god of love, Eros. So like, okay. It, like he can fly and he's powerful and shit, but it's like also he's he's kind of a womanizer and not so great in the comics. So I'm like, you picked Harry Styles to play that guy? Like, yeah, they that said they need right. a humble. They need to humble him. That's what that's what they said. 
<laughs> oh yeah, because being in a Marvel movie is gonna humble yeah, you. Yeah, you know. Oh, sorry, you <laughs> so made too gonna, many you're millions. You're gonna play this this toxic man if they even make it like that. Do you think celebrities that are not yet in the Marvel Cinematic Universe like start internalizing it and they're like, "What's wrong with me?" But why? I can't because all of them are like I can't even name like five actors that aren't they in even, they the have Marvel. Kat Dennings. Oh, they have Kat they Dennings. have Kat Dennings. I'm Upsetting. about to toss them out. I'll, I can toss out five right now. Okay, all do of them it. were in Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, oh, Stop oh, it! I don't even same think that's thing. True. It's not the same thing. DC Universe and Marvel Universe. I, we can get into this, but. I'd much rather talk about AMVs than the Marvel vs. DC argument. You put so a pin in it. this. I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> this, so the highlight of this video is going to be turned into an AMV, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a mash of uh, all the different popular AMVs together, and it's going to be like everybody's meeting in one mega universe. Mm-hmm. I, w- I wish that would be my fucking end game, is if just every <laughs> I would lose my fucking mind. I want to see Sailor Moon and Goku just fucking Jesus Christ. knock each other out. Tuxedo Max comes in the background, too, and he's like, I did my job. And we're like, you didn't, you didn't do, do anything. anything. You didn't do shit. <laughs> just like uh, a man. Just <laughs> what a guy. Sorry, Brian. Showing up at the end. No, I look. Uh, Tuxedo, Ma- Tuxedo Mask is a guy who is, is, is celebrated for his lack of doing much of anything. I Coming I in could. after all the girls did everything. I- why can't I be celebrated for not doing anything is my question. All I'm saying is these these white men out here in anime from our childhood. Uh, Go on with we, that sentence. No, I really liked where this was going. <laughs> <laughs> try, try it again. And then it gets into a whole like, well, are the are the characters in anime white? And I really don't want to go down that road. Oh, no. Have you Ryan. had... Nah, I try to avoid. Mm-mm, I'm not going yeah. over there. I'm watching Sailor Moon. I'm yeah. having a nice time. I'm seeing the lesbians. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. There so, is a video game that... called Jump Force. Oh, where it combines like you say lesbians. Yeah, sorry. There's a video game <laughs> called Lesbian. Transition no, Jump Force. Transition. Uh, and it is. It's like Goku and uh, Naruto and One Piece and like. Oh, all of yeah. these, uh, all, all the ones that are owned by Shonen Jump that are in a fighting game together. My friend said it's not that good, which is why I don't have it. But I don't need it to be good. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just if you have like a mashup like that, you can never guarantee it's going to be good. I, you just want the pure chaos. You just you have the fan service. Happen. That's it. Also, like, I personally have no like authority to say if a video game is good or not. I've been playing and rebuying Skyrim for like 15 fucking years. Yeah. So my opinion is null at this point. What's I just the, bought it again. What's the weirdest <laughs> system you've played it on? I'm oh um I mean I had <laughs> I got the Skyrim mobile game, so I was playing <laughs> Skyrim on my phone. That was <laughs> pretty that was a low point for me. <laughs> you hate to see that. The lowest point the, is the Skyrim addiction yeah. on your phone. The lowest point is playing it on an Alexa. That is definitely everybody's worst uh yeah, that was a real Can thing. Can you do by the that? Uh huh. They they hey, released Alexa, it on Alexa. Hit the go- goblin. What yeah. like? What do you do? Uh, it's literally like a um like a voice uh adventure. So it's like no, telling you what you're doing. That could actually like, be like pretty cool for like able reasons, like to be yeah. able to yeah. fucking play Skyrim like that. Yo, good for them. But also, could you imagine like being high and you say something to Alexa <laughs> and all of a sudden you're in fucking Skyrim? Yep. I would lose my shit. 
You're walking down the mountain when all of a sudden you're attacked by a wolf. You're like, Fuck! what do you do? Tell me what to do out of these three options. Talk to the wolf. If I could go back in time, I think I would put like Skyrim VR on Ronald Reagan's head and just like let it go and well, see what would happen. I don't know where I and am. And just hope but... he dies. I don't feel like oh I'm in the real world anymore <laughs> i just hope that he thinks a dragon's coming at him he just falls down the fucking stairs skyrim I'm... also has trickle down economics though that is just true of how their uh, their economic system works what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> their economic I'm... system works because i have a mod that gives me money yeah <laughs> i Not sold them a bunch of crap i found in a dungeon also, Skyrim, like, makes you choose between these two factions that are both so shitty, but you have mm -hmm. to be like, I guess I, I'm not going with the racists, so I'll just go with the other awful people. Mm -hmm. God, Stormcloaks suck. Yeah. It is, uh, it is, it is a real Sophie's <laughs> choice picking between anything in that game. Like, but I hate everybody except for uh, the Dark Brotherhood. Yo, Dark fucking rips. Yeah. Skyrim, the best thing to be is uh, an archer anyway. So if you're an archer and you got Dark Brotherhood on you, all you're doing is sneaking around, shooting people with bows. And then yeah. they get stupid and they get hit with the bow. And then you're hidden again because they're stupid. <laughs> I play stupid. a lot of Skyrim. Uh, I love it. I, I Skyrim is legitimately fantastic for all of it uh, uh, being around this long and just like everybody can just bond over it, you know? Except it means we're never getting uh, the next Elder Scrolls ever. Yeah, never exactly. Happening. I, I, if Todd. you were a musician and you are, but if you were a musician, you had like <laughs> one album that you could release 15 years over and over again. Would you ever make another album? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would just keep there. releasing B tracks. Just like, like, like do why a DLC. we need a new, uh, uh, I always I always throw Blink One Eighty Two under the bus. I'm going to pick another band. Why do we need another Taking Back Sunday record? Like we don't. We have a lot of Taking Back Sunday music. We do. Do we need another one? So if you could just do uh, Tell All Your Friends or Louder Now over and over and over again, wouldn't you? And also, shouldn't you? Well, they do anyway. First of all, I know you go see a show by them. That's literally all they play. Plus, like their newest hits and then their Weezer cover, and that's it. Hell yeah. Taking Back Sunday has a Weezer cover. Yeah, my, my name, name is, is Jonas. Jonas. That's a really bad sentence for me. <laughs> Taking Back Sunday, my name is Jonas Weezer cover. Although, you know, okay, this is going to be embarrassing. Cute without the E is Taking Back Sunday, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would fucking give up my entire bank account and my fucking kidneys to see Weezer cover Cute Without the E. Okay, Ooh, but like, yeah. not because I think it would be good. No. Someone snip this. Someone, someone highlight this section and excessively tag Weezer and Rivers Cuomo everywhere. This is the second time <laughs> I've been on a podcast and then all I did was talk about Weezer. I don't know what is going it's, on with me. It's we not going to be. Okay. Yeah. I got some internalized shit to work out with them, I think. Yeah, I think you, you need to talk to Rivers. all your life. That's it. It's because Ratitude's my favorite album. Mm. That, yeah, that I'll, never, okay. I'll never be free from the ghosts of Weezer. <laughs> Know, the ghost of Weezer. The ghost that is Weezer. <laughs> like, I un unironically think um, I'm Your Daddy by Weezer is one of the best songs of all time. 
it's so <laughs> it's so good. River this Cuomo is... saying I'm your daddy is the legitimately the funniest. I could not situation. I can't take that man seriously in general, but if he said that singing or in a regular sentence or anything, I how his wife takes him seriously, I don't know. Good for her. Good for her. Do you think she does? No. I don't I don't, don't want to think about it. Is the thing. Well, There's now a lot I'm of, going to for all of us. Yeah. There's a lot of artists like him where I'm like, you don't act like that in the house. That's how you act with your friends. That's house. how you act. Does he act like anything? I think that man like sits in a room eating saltines and just exits <laughs> when it's showtime. I don't think that man's real. I want to know how he acts. So, Brian and I uh help out with the Emo Night LA here in Chicago. And with some people, you see how they act backstage, which is how they like act normally. So I want to see Rivers Cuomo in the green room of Subterranean Chicago, and I want to know how this man acts. Dude, he's acts probably the chillest door. fucking dude. I'm <laughs> saying. I have a feeling he's like dope. Yeah, he's probably super fun to be around. I don't think Weezer should be getting the hate that they get. No. Like as much as they actually do. <laughs> I feel like there's some hate, but there's people who are like very vehemently like anti-Weezer, and I'm like, no. There, there's other things here that are good. I mean, when you start off what could have been one of the best songs ever made, El Scorcho, with God damn these half Japanese girls, yeah, you're not probably not going to have a good time with a lot of people. Oh, Rivers. But they do it to him every time. Oh. Uh, <sighs> he has like, I, I, I was seeing this thing. I was, it, I was on a vacation, so I wasn't really reading like social media very deeply, just reading the headline and then saying, Oh, this is happening. Uh, he's like releasing his own music streaming service of just his demos because he has like 3,000 demos that That's he's sitting so on. Silly. That is so silly. He, like, I was if even it was watching. If anyone like, else, I'd be happy. If it was <laughs> anyone else, I would be he's so just like, fucking excited. He, he's like that kid who really loves turning in the homework on time and like doing extra credit and like being the teacher's pet but like there is no like he's also the teacher he's like giving out the assignment and he's also like <laughs> doing the assignment yeah and he's like giving himself an a plus it's like dude you teach this it's class. like good job rivers yeah Thank you, rivers. it's like it's like personal nepotism like you're giving yourself like the best position at the job it's like it's you i don't know i think he's just a dweeb he's that meme of yeah. obama putting the medal on obama's <laughs> around obama <laughs> I don't know. I really, ah, yeah, what a, uh, he's a person. I he's think real... I got, the, my mom's favorite song is Pork and Beans by Weezer. And I think <laughs> it just like, and this was back in the day when if you wanted a ringtone and you didn't want to pay for it, you would hold oh, yeah. it up to the radio and record it that way and do it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. She made me in the car every time this song came on the fucking radio, grab her cell phone and go to record it. And I, I just want to punch Rivers in the face for that. <laughs> I want to fucking hit him for what he put me through. Pork and beans <laughs> off. <laughs> I will say this is the best take we've had about Weezer on the pod. This is definitely the top take. I want to I punch Weezer in the face because of recording a ringtone off the radio as a child for my mother. Pork and beans. If it was any other one, even Beverly Hills, maybe I'd be okay. okay. What is the shade on Beverly Hills? Are it's you? Bad. It just. It's just not good. Why are we shading Beverly Hills right now? It it's just a, doesn't sound good. It's a good song. I have a video for you to watch, actually. Um, why, why is this song I, stuck? 
uh, what makes this song stink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have not watched it because I, I'm like, I disagree. I disagree on principle. You can disagree on principle, but it's true. Um, uh, it's facts. Facts don't care about your feelings, dude. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, Brian. Beverly Hills is bad. This is, this is how somebody turns to the right. Beverly Hills is a great. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> listening to we- listening to Weezer is how somebody gets radicalized. Uh, <laughs> no, it's ratitude. Ratitude. It's ratitudeized. I think I mean, Beverly Hills ratitude- is ratitudeized. Oh, you get ratitude. So, that album rips. Can't stop partying. Banger, <laughs> and it's a banger because he has an acoustic version of it on Spotify, mm. and it rips. It's so sad. <laughs> I think I need to work out some feelings about Rivers Cuomo. Uh, I mean, we, can, we can do it here live on the internet if you'd like. Yeah, we <laughs> can do it like that. Just remember, you're not like I have one friend that I've had since high school, and he's a YouTuber, and he's like number one Weezer stand. He came up to me and he said, "Why aren't you playing more Weezer?" And I was like, "What? I can play only so much Weezer until we have done too much." It's Just like a one only play night. songs from Ratitude and they'll tell you to stop. Yeah, that'll get it done. Promise. It's happened to me before. Yo, play some Blue Album. No. And no one ever. Said <laughs> nobody ever. Just kidding. We... So that's my thoughts on Weezer. Yeah, um, should we talk, should we, should we talk could, more about your music? <laughs> could we have some thoughts about time. your new single? Called happens Faceless? every time. I have like a 30-minute tangent about Weezer. I we don't know. understand. Every, every, every fucking yeah. Every fucking time. Hey, Chicago Club. If you want to get over your hump day blues, come hang with us on Wednesday, February 16th at Rebel and Rye in Chicago. We'll be spinning the best sad vibes to keep that lovesick energy going from Valentine's Day. It's free. You just got to be 21 and up and fully backed to come and rage with us. Oh, and there'll be emo social drink specials like the emo tears shot. We'll see you there, club. Faceless is a song that Mm. is a song that I made. That's a song. Um, it's just real mad. I'm very mad about a lot of things. And it was the first time I ever like felt comfortable enough to write about how mad I am like that and do it in a space that was super like uh, safe to do it too. Like Jim Wirt, he's just like an old dude just trying and trying to have a nice time. He's just like, yeah, this is a rock song. And I'm like, I'm so glad you're not thinking anything deeper about this. (laughs) You're just looking at the surface level and I feel safe here about that. Um, But it was so much, it was so much fun to record. Tyler comes up with like the sickest riffs and can really fill up a song. Like I've, I think he's a musical genius personally. Um, And I didn't, we didn't think it was going to be the first single from the record either um and joe at the label like pushed for it so hard and i was really nervous i was like this is quite the song to start Mm -hmm. this off with (laughs) um but it seems to be doing pretty well and i'm really excited that people are digging this it feels like we've leveled up that's it I feel like listening to this song compared to Smart Mouth is that in Smart Mouth, a lot of your music sounded more kind of like mannequin pussy type style. And then here with Baseless, it gives me this kind of like vintage rock energy, especially with the way that like you use your vocals and you do that kind of Post Malone like 
don't want to. You are not the first person to tell me that. Once I got a DM from someone who I didn't know that was like, yo, you know, you got that post Malone vibrato, and I didn't sleep for a week. It's all I think about all the time because I used to, I used to say post Malone would sound like a goat. Yeah, he calls he calls it the goat note. I'm the goat. Yeah. He calls you it a goat the, note. I'm not that goat. I'm just a goat. And he oh stole God. that shit from Stevie Nicks, too. So if That's anything, yeah, you took it from Stevie Nicks. Post Malone was just sure. a middleman. Listen, it's fine. I yeah. took it straight from the goat. Mm-hmm. But it does sound more like vintage rock with that because it gives me this old school, like, not like, I don't want to say hair metal, but like that kind of energy of like traditional, like hard rock, which I thought was different because at least personally for me, I don't really like that type of vintage rock ever. But this was like different because there's like, a new twist on it yeah um it's funny if you take away the like first riff in between those like chunky chords and the intro and everything it i didn't even notice it just sounds like i love rock and roll (laughs) yeah Hmm. it was giving me like pat benatar energy and a little bit of like joan jett and i I couldn't place it i was like there's something here but i can't think about what it is it's because we got halfway into recording and i went is this i love rock and roll (laughs) i can't change it now yeah yeah just go harder on it you might as well if i get hit with the cease and desist that's actually cooler Uh, than that's that's no press is bad press that only is going to boost your uh your signal joan jett telling you to stop it (gasps) joan jett being like only dream joan jett being like no i love it didn't she tell like some poli was it Joan Jett that told a politician that they couldn't use her song or no that was something uh, else a lot of a lot of <laughs> a lot of musicians did did say don't use my a song a lot of them said that <laughs> imagine it was about bad reputation it's like why are you even using this song for your political campaign are, are you mine trying to be edgy mine would be fall apart by post malone <laughs> that's my campaign song and if you vote for me for president post malone will be our national anthem Rockstar would be All a good Post political Malone? campaign theme. The same. Yeah. I kind of like Post Malone. I fuck with him. Oh, Pops Malone is great. Post Malone's great. Lizzie, Pops do Malone. you agree? Pops Malone. I, I'm, indif- <laughs> I'm indifferent. I don't. I mean, I listen to it. And I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, like, I'm indifferent. I really don't have too much of an opinion. On oh, Every wow. now, I'll like forget he exists, and then I'll listen to one song, and I'm like, oh, this fucks. And for like two days straight, it's just Post just Malone, post. and then he yep. fades off into the distance for me. Yep. I mean, I feel like that's how he is anyway. Like as mm-hmm. a ghost, like he's just like, hey, what's up? Okay, <laughs> goodbye. He also genuinely, and my family's talked about this. He looks like he could be related to us, so I feel I'm like that's my brother. Mm. I've decided this. <laughs> brother Malone. Brother Malone. <laughs> <laughs> He he definitely is just like that kind of uh, uh, mystical musical force where he's just like, do you need me right now? And you're like, yeah. And then he's just yeah, like, I do. Cool. I hope you're better. Hope I you're can good. love it. I hope he, he doesn't ever get canceled. I really uh, think he's kind of cool. Oh no. No no no. I I <sighs> look. I don't believe in cancel culture that, in the uh, first though. place. But I know, I know somebody tried, and it's like, guy, like, what are you doing? This isn't true. It's not substantiated. And then the person's like, yeah, sorry. I didn't mean it. It's like, okay, great. What are we doing? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody uh, else is just like, ah, oh, face tattoos. He's out of here. Ah, uh, get him out of here. He looks a little funky. I like that. Yeah. A little <laughs> funky. Yeah. I don't know. Just Pops Malone, you know? Pops Malone. Pops Malone. <laughs> That'd be, I would get a cease and desist for naming that my uh, hip hop project. <laughs> So like you can't do that. It's basically the same. Project. No, yeah. I would do my project. Midwest emo band, Pops Malone. Pops Malone. Mm, there we go. That yeah, I was about to say that sounds more in line. 
And then if you need to, you just change it to Pops Alone. Riverby is broken up. Pops Malone lives forever. <laughs> and actually, you only do covers of Post Malone and Weezer's Red. Uh, and Michael <laughs> Bolton. It. And Michael Bolton. How are we getting you? cover Weezer? <laughs> we can't go back here. <laughs> we can't go back here. How do we end you up with like four cover compilations in one podcast? That's um, really crazy. And a new cover band, basically. Yeah. This, this is my life anyway, outside of this on Twitter. Everybody's like, hey, do you want to do this comp? And I'm like, yes. Yeah. And now I'm like, on have to do six. <laughs> Fucker. Shit, yeah. I gotta write it. I gotta cover a song for this post Malone. Uh well, one, one that you're like really stoked about. Because I've seen a couple um like smaller DIY labels like put out like feelers, and I'm like, how are these gonna turn out? One, the one I'm most excited about is the one that I can't talk about. Um, Perfect. But the second one <laughs> that I'm most excited for, besides like my own that I'm doing, is uh, I'm doing Beautiful Soul by Jesse McCartney. Fuck yeah. Oh my God. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fuck yes. Yeah. I think uh, Lonely Ghost Records, they're the ones I putting saw, that one out. Yeah. That's the one. I, I want to know who does the Jonas Brothers Love Bug because I'm going to listen and I'm going to be very upset if it doesn't smack. <laughs> <laughs> smack okay, uh, okay. I, I believe there will be no you know what i was gonna say a word that i made up in my head and the mo it was really it was uh -oh. not gonna uh -oh. be good i feel like no. both of our brains work on the you same wavelength where you're like oh i'm about to say like i'm about to use that word in a term and it's like i better fucking not it was uh the term was smackage and i was yeah, like yeah. That, sound right. <laughs> that sounds like uh that sounds like 2010 lingo yeah mm, I, I was gonna change it to a, it. a weezer record called smackitude but Dude, stop it I mean, brian I'm eliminating Weezer from this podcast. <laughs> no, Thanks, we can no longer. Next time that you have another podcast or any interview, you're going to put on like a do not talk about list. Yeah. I literally have to be on. No fucking Weezer. Just Weezer. Rider. Yeah. You can't yeah. even say a word that starts with W or else. I don't want to like play anywhere near a river. <laughs> you know what sucks? The river name. River yeah. It's like I did like it on yourself. purpose. Is there I a really reason just... you named your band after uh, the singer of Weezer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Uh, I'm canceling the record now, actually. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, more like River Bye. Uh, we're done here. <laughs> Which is what you'd say uh, to him if you ever saw him at a concert. Like, oh, no. I'd just be like, you. 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 You, man. You and your pork and We beans. did it again. Get out of I here. I know. I know. Get out of here. Uh, well, you want to talk about more about some of the other tunes that you have coming out on Absolution? Uh, yeah. Um, it's 10 tracks. It's coming out March 25th. Uh, next few singles are going to... Uh, we really have a very varied group of songs that are going to be coming out uh, before the record. It's super varied. Like you have bassless, so then you're gonna have like the complete, like whatever you could consider is the complete opposite for something that I would do is probably on it. <laughs> um, like we got Camille Faulkner who did all the strings for like Phoebe Bridgers and Lucy Dacus and stuff. Like uh, she did a whole bunch of strings on the record that I feel like when the tracks come, it's like, oh Jesus, okay. Like <laughs> I didn't want to leave anybody com like I, I keep you on your toes. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to get comfy like in this lesson. record. Yeah, no, um, it's really fun. A lot of like, this was the first record that I really got to, um, 
make with everyone i think uh when it came to we did like a little ep first just to kind of like get songs out there just to see if we could do stuff and that was in tyler's living room like messing around and i wrote all the songs and did stuff smart mouth was still like everything that i wrote that we put everything to but this one felt more very collaborative which was cool um so there's so much of everybody else in it that i really love like doug's bass lines go nuts on this record even in bassless which is ironic uh (laughs) bass is like he just like makes these incredible bass lines that i really wanted to like have people really hear on this record and like a lot of like weird synth stuff is gonna be popping up and uh like really it's gonna be really weird i don't know there's cowbell like there you go bring it back we had like a talking heads moment at one point i Mm -hmm. think like Mm -hmm. It's going to be something else. There's a key change. There's a Dude, note that I don't think yes. I'll ever actually be able to hit live. Um, so it's. I think it's going to be really cool. I'm really excited. Uh, and then I hope to take a nap for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I think That's I fair. deserve it. Yeah, you wrote a whole record, you know? Take a nap. A whole one. You've been dealing with the social media people? Always. I'm chronically online. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's funny though. Joe texted me. He's like, yeah, we're gonna put out this record rule. It's done. Then you just got to write the next one. And inside I went. <laughs> so well, now be in between, in between those, uh, do you plan to do any type of touring? I know obviously with COVID still being a thing, uh, it can make it kind of difficult. Yeah. We like, I've, I've started tentatively like booking. I think I have a few shows for Riverby like through May, um, but I am staying like mostly in Philly. I think we have one Jersey show that I booked. Uh, I'm just like, I'm nervous. Oh, and this happened in like 2020 and 2021 too. The moment I said the T word. Nah, I like had a weekender planned in, in this month with, it was supposed to be with hit like a girl friend Nick. And literally the moment I said weekender tour, Omicron went, Oh yes. Is that what you, um, so I'm scared to even fathom it because I have a feeling it's just going to blow up in my face. (laughs) I would love to, uh, like I have like a whole bunch of cool and like hoity toity and in the morning, in the morning and Susie true are over in LA that I would like fucking love to play a show. And I was like, I wish I had time to go fly out and and see one of those I would literally die to go out there just to witness that bill because that's, and I would love to be able to do that, but like, you know this covid thing it's pretty crazy it's pretty wild isn't it guys i think it's over (laughs) cool i I mean i i'm still like sketched out to travel i haven't like traveled in a plane since covid hit and i'm still kind of sketched out going to cleveland like we were all pretty i feel like on edge when we were traveling just because like that was i think the only time i really was out of philadelphia in like two years for that long too so it like started spooking me out you get in your head about all this covid shit if you mm-hmm. i feel like i can't i'm not allowed to like i'm not allowed to let myself process it because if i go for more than 10 minutes it's all gonna crumble down you know anyway album's gonna be so <laughs> good so sick <laughs> i accidentally made a religious concept album i think because of covid so hmm. Okay. Is it I a new religion like, or another, uh, like just a pre-existing? I, th- I think it's just uh, the royal religion, as in the, the royal, royal yeah. we. Like, yeah, you know, the royal just, religion. Oh my god! The religion like, of royalty. All of a sudden, I was writing all the songs. I'm like, I'm talking about God a lot. What's mm. up with that? 
I think I gotta work on something. <laughs> I gotta work through something in this album right yeah. now. All right of now, us together, so that I can close it and go, okay, that's done, and then never <laughs> think about it ever again. Never relive it. It it Mm-mm. it's been something we've talked with a lot of people about, like processing all of the emotions through COVID, all of the emotions through the internet, <laughs> just being online uh, chronically for two years, and then being like. I don't know. I got to write like words or something. And it's like, fuck. <laughs> like, dude, I feel like the mole dude in that Atlantis Disney movie. Do you remember? Yes. Him? yes. That's exactly how I feel nowadays, except my <laughs> underground is Twitter. And I just come up every now mm-hmm. and then. <laughs> so it's a dangerous place. Twitter. Dude, I, I I'm chronically online with Twitter because I work from home and I'm on the phone and I'm just mm. like, have I can't. I, what am I doing? Yeah. If Twitter shut down tomorrow and never came back, I would be free for once <laughs> in my life. That's fair. That's fair. I would finally know peace. I think How I need it taken peace? away from me. I can't leave it. Mm. I need it to leave toxic uh, relationship. Yeah. I, I, so like as somebody who has, I, I have trouble being online so much. I'm just like, Oh, this sucks. Like I need to take my brain oh, away from it. I'm like so jealous. I, I was, I was, I was on Twitter in 2008 when it first was like, oh, there's this new, this cool new Pioneer. app. There'll never be a problem here. And it's like, fuck. Uh, well, this will work out. You know, we'll just put journalists and anybody can say whatever they want on the Internet. Fantastic. And like I, I go on there and I'm like, obviously, there's some people who do fairly well, just like posting throughout the day and like interacting with people and having conversations. And they get a lot of like attention and then you know for podcasts and bands i'm like yeah this is what we were supposed to be doing back when like myspace was a thing back when facebook started back when instagram started it's like if you can really get ahead of that and you can be comfortable in those spaces you can do really well and i just look at it and i go yeah i should try it's like dipping your toe in like boiling water and going that's what happened to me with tiktok I like I loved TikTok for a very long time. I was very, very hip with the Tiki Talkie. Hip on the clock. And I like was I loved TikTok. And then I made a video and I went viral and I immediately deleted the app. I was like, oh, this is a demonic place. This is an absolute. (laughs) This is hell. Hell, actually. Mm -hmm. And so I'll watch people like that. And I'm like, oh, man, you're all like getting ahead and like getting thousands of followers by making little videos and doing your music thing no fuck that (laughs) joe asked me to make a tiktok for river b for this album and i went no he's like but it could be a really good asset like you could get followers and like really do something no if that costs me fame yeah (laughs) i i had to force brian to do tiktok no and i still say no luckily you um when mole um who plays keys for me they they just recently joined the band and one of the things we talked about is they were like yeah i'll do tiktok like you're hired like there you go get in you go i i i do think there's going to be a turn of like a lot of artists who don't want to be involved in it but i also think there's a lot of younger artists that are going to be like no this is this is where i exist like I go to the local shows, but I also exist on the internet, making music and putting it out on the internet and building up. Like we always say with this pod, like people care about the artist. They don't necessarily like want to check out the music until they know that the artist is yeah. like awesome. 
And that's the internet. The internet is being like, yeah, I made this funny talk. Also, check out my music. Or like, I don't have anything to promote, but, you know, donate here or something. Well, it is it is interesting. I, and I think I've talked to, um, like, Ari from, like, Hoity Toity, when you, you have a viral TikTok or a video or anything go viral, and it's literally always never for what you need it to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I tweeted once, music theory, <laughs> come at me with music facts. And it blew the fuck uh -oh. up. That's a good and one, I got though. death threats from uh. old men <laughs> because of that. And oh I sat God. there and I remember being like, well, maybe this is an opportunity to plug my music. Listen to River B. And it's like, no, they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. They just like the tweet. <laughs> it's really rough. You can make a TikTok that has like millions of views and then make a band anything. And it's like a hundred people saw it or something. It's really interesting how algorithms and all that work. Yeah, you have to, like, there is no set TikTok algorithm, so people have been trying to figure it out, and I found an article, and it breaks it down with math. I don't know math. Nope. I can't do math. Out. Send it, I send it to me. Out. I got this. I said, I will never know what this means. Uh, this is gibberish. It doesn't make sense, but because of it, that's it basically explains why, like, you're more, like, less curated videos spread quicker than like you're more put together like say if i recorded a tiktok and i used the camera i'm using now to stream and i edit it i put it up whatever i put like custom captions instead of the auto generated one i put it up but if i make like a 15 second tiktok i mean talking about some i don't know i'm in target i'm talking about some dumb shit or whatever that could go viral more because it's yeah. more real to people I don't and like this. Like, I don't like this energy. I don't it's, understand. It's terrible. I also like I get it from a from an audience perspective of like, I just want to look at dumb shit on the Internet, which is also like I understand it. I don't like that. I don't want to do that shit. I sometimes like catch myself scrolling Instagram or Facebook or Twitter and going, what the fuck am I doing? I'm turning my phone off like fuck this shit. But I also see it like from an audience standpoint is like, yeah, I just want to like look at dumb shit. And if something happens to like catch my attention, uh, I, I'm really like I only watch YouTube when I'm at home. Like I just watch a bunch of videos on YouTube and go down uh, safe, safe rabbit holes, mostly on video games say. and comedy. And yeah, really, Brian just watches a bunch of YouTube creators who talk about Excel. Stories. I, I have gone down some Excel rabbit holes. And I mean, I don't know why I made that face as if I'm not like immediately <laughs> I get off of work and I sit in my chair and I'm like, time to watch this bloodborne iceberg explain for saying. three hours. <laughs> I am saying I can watch a four hour video explaining why Final Fantasy seven remake is just what it is. I am embarrassed by the like I've watched. A, I have a few Twitch streamers that like game that I really, really like, and I like to watch them on YouTube a bit more. Mm -hmm. And it'll be like seven hour playthroughs of like part one of Resident Evil Biohazard. And I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, this is an afternoon. Oh, yeah, this yeah. fucking rips. And yes. I'll watch the whole thing. 100%. <laughs> I have there's nothing in here anymore. No. There's nothing. There's there is nothing. only Resident Evil Biohazard. <laughs> well, now there's Resident Evil Village up here. Yeah, We've of moved on. I still like, think Biohazard's a better game, but still that sticks in my head more. Like, I guess. But we could argue about this all night. We will. Um, we'll get, okay, that'll, be, that'll be on the post show just for Twitch where we the go The reason back why Resident forth. Evil Evil Village is the best Resident Evil game of all time is because it's lead. just four. You say Lady Demetrescu. 
Uh, well, yeah, obviously Big Mommy Milkers was really impactful in my uh, fucking life. God That's who I wrote Smart Mouth about. Oh anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. It was insane how a nine-foot-tall vampire lady who was, if insane. I may, thick, just changed everything for gaming Do you think from that's, now on. You thought it was wild? They knew exactly what I, they were doing because also they put her right in the beginning and gave her maybe like the, a small arc. To, mm -hmm. They did her first. You had to get through that shit first and then you had to there play is, a whole fucking game without her. There's so Spoilers. much. Yeah, sorry guys. But there's so much <laughs> that they like, oh, we only want to show like the beginning of the game. Like we just want to make sure you see like, you know, here's what you'll experience within the first like 30, 45 minutes. You know, just so you like get a taste of it, but they don't spoil anything. And I think they was really fucked up putting uh, a nine foot tall vampire oh. lady who would dominate you in the beginning, like like you literal saw, oh, that, step on yeah, me, mommy vibes. Up. And you're like, oh, well, that's only for the first like 45 minutes. And you're like, um, no, she should have been the game. She should have been stepping on me the whole time. Please. Thank you. It should have been uh, a dating sim. It should. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh my god look I'm a lot saying, of if there's that mod out there there's there's mods. there's gonna be a mod. uh, you know oh, there's, there's already a mod out there put a pin in that put i put a pin in like that more. modders please please uh please. moderate yourself uh <laughs> but like so youtube has like i i think the thing about youtube that i gravitate to as opposed to like other social media uh sites is that like if somebody's creating a lot of content you can really get a sense for like who that person is and the parasocial relationship side of it aside, but like you get an idea of who that person is. And then you, you sort of like identify with that person's content and that's going to get you into the next phase where you're like, Oh, what else do they do? Oh shit. They make music. Let me check out their music. Oh, I really like their music. But as like, you know, a musician having to, you know, eight plates at a time and having to manage every social media at once and you have no team. Nightmare. And uh, you have to think about four other people while you're making all your content and all that shit. Uh, yeah. I, I do think that, like, there is a side of it where if you can be authentic and grab people for your personality who you build, like, your own little community there, I think that like the music side of it also grows and you still get fans and you still get you, the people who are really going to care are the people who are going to come through. That's fair. Yeah. I, with it's a little, there's like a gray area though, when you're making like your communities and everything that they get so interconnected that I think it can become like not dangerous, but like suddenly everyone's very on guard to have the same exact opinions as everybody else mm. because of these like parasocial relationships you can create with each other on Twitter specifically, usually, mm -hmm. or like yeah. Twitch things like where you th really think that, you know, people because you follow each other on Twitter and like tweets mm -hmm. and then like they say something that you don't really, it, everything can come crashing down. So these like echo chambers, sometimes I get really like nervous about, mm -hmm. Because we're not bad people, but we don't always think the same. And that can, like, they can, people love to jump ship the moment that you don't agree with them on, like, the, a simple little thing. Like, the, it's so strange, Twitter, what well, I realized. And if you try to, like, explain and say, like, hey, there is, like, a gray area here. Hey, like, we need to talk about this more. No or, nuance like, on the like, internet, please. Niche. Yeah. If you try to say that, it's, like, immediately, whatever it is, like, you're a bad person. And it's, like, hey that's literally not it you are in an echo chamber or you're toxic you need to get yourself yeah <laughs> or you're toxic and, and you need to get yourself out of the echo chamber um 
and just look at look at something more look at a different perspective <laughs> um and a lot we'll of them grass. don't do it for whatever reason and it's very bad because that's also how misinformation spreads covid definitely didn't help this i feel like pre-covid it like twitter's obviously bad but like man we, we it was fine it was a little bit better before it was a little bit better before but it was it wasn't great but it was a little bit better when it came i think it's it. just because we're all just bored people like must tweet maybe this is just me like, i love being as annoying as possible because i know it's who like my i want to pick are. a fight today on <laughs> yeah. twitter.com oh, that's my thing is i never i like do not i i can be i'm annoying on twitter on purpose but i do not like allow myself to get like sucked into like fucking debates and discourse like unless it's very necessary because something yeah. is incredibly harmful and like you need to do it I'm not fucking giving into any of that shit. People have tried. Fucking, I'm tired. Just, just 28. Connect. You're not. Just, I've been on the. I've been on the internet since like 2002. It. You're not fucking getting to me. Nothing can. <laughs> have you been on a Call of Duty two fucking voice oh chat? God. You're not getting to me. There's there's a really kind of silly TikTok trend, and it's like, oh, all these like Gen Zers and like um, like like older Alpha. A generation are on here on TikTok saying, "Oh my God, I wish I like grew up and was like a teen in the early two thousands." And it's like somebody would have called you the arsler, and you would have lost your mind if you were transported back. I'm like, "Oh my God!" I mean, then again, I feel like the reverse is also like if people, if I like at twenty eight, if I was a teenager right now, that yeah. would be hell. Like it doesn't yeah. matter. Being a teenager, no matter what time, it's terrible is awful. It's awful, and you're all stupid. And we all thought we knew better than everybody else. And I hated it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I, I choose not to remember any of it. Yeah. You just. That's fair. That's understandable. As a musician, you know, we just write about it forever. Yeah, always. Isn't that what like all those pop punk bands do is just write about how they were in high school and like you teenagers? Know, yes. But also yes. like I found that when new metal bands do it, like corn, like you're like corn Jonathan Davis, you're why are you still mad at people you knew in high school you're like 60 like and you, make a you, lot know, of, and you, you do pretty well like as yeah you produced too, uh the mind point. freak single by chris angel you produced that song you're that in was the... him wait what oh he's I in the video that song mind what? freak <laughs> yeah okay i went through a very strange phase at 13 where i listened to mind freak that song oh him and Cascada and Evanescence, like explicitly. Yeah, no, you're, you're, I love Cascada look, and Evanescence. You just you just made yourself an honorary member of the Emo Social Club. You are welcome here anytime because that is <laughs> literally you. all we do here. <laughs> I I went through another Evanescence stage pretty hard As in 2021, Ooh, but Hell it's yeah. like rough. <laughs> Ooh, all yeah, right. It's your goth poetry. Uh, your goth poetry era. It's just what I need. It's what everybody needs. Yeah. It's good for the soul. It's like no. those books: Chicken Soup for the Soul, Evanescence for the Soul. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, my immortal will come on, and I will have a true like fight or flight reaction at this point. The moment <laughs> I know how Welcome to the Black Parade has gotten that like joke about how you hear the G, and yeah. all of a sudden mm -hmm. I hear the first piano note from my immortal, and I'm mm -hmm. in a fetal position. Mm -hmm. I know exactly what's mm -hmm. gonna happen. And then you're like, but wait, is it the rock version or the piano you full wait. version? You gotta and then find that's out. really gonna tell you where your emotional state is gonna be in the last like a minute and a half to two minutes of that fucking song. Dude, bands should bring that back. We should have Honestly. rock versions and whatever fucking my immortal is. Well, Good the grief. rock version is technically the radio edit version, so that's why there's like well. 
what is even is a radio the only radio edit version of a song i ever want to hear is soul meets body because that song's like a million years long i oh, think yeah, i think it it's that one it's like That's eight fair. minutes or why what it's like listening to constantine don't you want to listen to constantine the full 10 minutes gotta stop asking that question rarely yeah, the answer is always probably not. How many times have you asked that? A lot of times, man. It's a very important question. Listen, when I was in undergraduate and I was at my college radio station, we were on air 24-7, so you couldn't automate. So if I had to like go to the bathroom if I wanted to take a nap because I did overnights, I would put on Constantine and then like King Crimson. Mm. Oh, my God. Back to back. So I could take a sick nap or do homework or something. And I'm like, Constantine just really, really saved my life at a point in time. I love that for you, truly. Sounds like a lot of people who listen to something corporate share that feeling with you. I hope so. (laughs) Hey, everyone. It's Lizzie of the Emo Social Club, and it's a brand new year. So maybe you want to update your drip and be the hottest and coolest looking kid all around the virtual web. You can do this by picking up some Emo Social Club merch. And you can find it over on emosocialclub.com slash store. And with just an easy click, it can be in your cart and shipped right out to you so you can stunt on all of your friends this upcoming spring. Again, you can go and snag these items over at emosocialclub.com slash store. So I want to give you a chance to throw out your plugs here where everybody can stream the single, uh, where everybody can support you the best, uh, pre-order the record i don't know if we do that or just pre-save it or how things happen now i don't know i don't listen to music uh obviously (laughs) yeah Um, uh but yeah throw everything out and we will uh we'll we'll make sure everybody goes and checks out the single yeah uh all my socials are river b phl so r-i-v-e-r-b-y phl um I think I've links in everything for like all of the bundles we're doing on Bandcamp. We've got, we're going to do tapes. We're going to go do CDs. I think we're going to do vinyl at some point, but uh, you know, Adele did that. Hello, just kidding. Yeah. Everybody did. Um, <laughs> Let's just blame Adele though. Follow me on Twitter. That many. No, we could blame Adele, but also then like Taylor Swift did it too. They all fucking did it. Everybody did it. Um, follow me on Twitter. If you want to see the most annoying person in the world, follow me on Instagram. If you want to see a less annoying person than me, cause I hate Instagram. <laughs> That's it. I'm funny, though, so that's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, we'll go and check out the song, Baseless. It's out now. If you're if you're just finding out about this, you're late. Hurry up. Go catch up. You got to stream it at go least three times it. now that you've heard you this. You have to stream it to a million. It's like two and a half minutes. You can, like, put it on repeat. Put ten minutes on it, please. You're I'm waiting begging. in line to get coffee at a coffee place. You just have it running on repeat until you get to the front of the line. I'm... You get your coffee. You get out the store. I don't think Baseless would be the best song in a coffee shop. You'd end up throwing your coffee at someone. It would get really intense. I like this so far. That's fine. I'm a, I'm a wanna... fan of this story. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like if you're playing this specific song in line, amping yourself up for something real, you're gonna piss off a barista. Listen, maybe just do <laughs> just do like a 25 minute hit workout to just baseless. That would be row. great. There you go. All right, <sighs> listen to it while you're doing a hit workout over and over and over again for 25 minutes. Yeah, that'll be perfect. Don't even know. And it's that's all that. I feel like we went so far away from like the first thing of like, <laughs> if you haven't heard it yet, you have to do this. It's like now we're at 25 <laughs> minutes on a repeat on a playlist. Come on, be say. dedicated, you cowards. <laughs> you should play this. You should play this song when you're um, specifically doing like a crucible in Destiny 2. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. There you go. That's yeah. the most specific that thing I can possibly the, get. That is the soundtrack to your crucibling. Uh, As one does. We are now going to, uh, we're going to hang out on Twitch. We're going to hang out with everybody over in the stream. Uh, so if you have any questions or thoughts, you know, you should be there because we're about to just answer a bunch of questions and thoughts and have more thoughts at, questions. at them. And, and you know what? Maybe we have questions. Maybe we have questions have, for them. I have several questions for you specifically. Fantastic. <laughs> well, if you want to know what those are, you better be over on Twitch. Uh, but yeah, go check out River B on everything. Uh, August, this was a fucking blast. Hell yeah. Love to see wonderful. it. You'll love to see it. <laughs> you know, you'll love to see it. thought we'd be here. Not me. We didn't even, we talked more about Weezer than that Michael Bolton song. And I'm getting a little annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We're going to talk more about it on the street. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for checking out this episode of the Emo Social Club podcast. Again, five stars. It's my goddamn birthday. So please give it to him as a birthday present, please. It costs you He doesn't you accept nothing. other gifts. I don't. This. I fucking hate gifts. He I, doesn't. Please, I'm about to force language. upon him a, a gift for this his birthday. shit ain't my love language. Please don't give me gifts. Please give me five stars. Five stars for the Emo Soch. You can also like, comment, and subscribe over on the YouTubes. That would also be a beautiful thing you could do it's my it's my birthday guys it's my do it birthday. for him do it for bri bri don't call me bri bri you can catch us next Twitter. monday with another episode of the emo social club podcast you can also check us out on twitch where we record it live uh from from you know my birthday it's it's brian it's lizzie bye <laughs> gonna bully them good it for you i'm not answering any of them it's my birthday dude don't ask me fucking questions oh how dare you ask me any fucking questions on my birthday whatever you know oh like whatever this is all on the recording great <laughs>